What's up, you cockroaches? This is Tony of Montana, man. And right now, I'm telling you, you are listening to the best podcast in America right now, okay? This is the only podcast I listen to because I don't listen to nobody but myself, man. But if I do want to listen to somebody else, I turn on Sogon Soup and I listen to what this man is saying, all right? This is the best podcast you could possibly listen to, and I love it, and I hope you love it. And if you love it, then subscribe on Apple. And if you don't love it, then so what? Because nobody likes good guys anyway, okay? Welcome back to Shogun Soup, and I do apologize. I don't know who let Tony get my phone, but, you know, sometimes he just do whatever you want to do. I don't, I don't know what that was about, but today, the soup is hot, and today is June 2nd. 2019 this is episode four of shogun soup and um got some pretty good news my podcast will now be distributed on apple Podcasts, so way more easier for you guys you know access it you know the the app comes on your phone everybody has an iphone and if you are a android listener got something for you too uh google google podcast and also Spotify. So, you know, those those two ways you all can listen to uh, Google Podcasts is actually specifically um, tailored towards Android phones. So, man, uh, subscribe, like, keep getting um, audio plays, everything. I appreciate it. Definitely appreciate it. But we're going to get into this episode. Today, I'm going to talk about race relations. Uh, I'm also going to talk about accountability and I'm going to talk about life for me after football. This was a this was a fan suggestion and I feel like it's something that I really should speak on, you know, what's my motivations after sports and college and you know everything else. Basically a lot of motivation was built into it, you know, now that I'm on my own, you know, it's basically just um you know, a lot of my motivation and everything that pushes me comes from other places now. Instead of, you know, I got to get these grades, I got to do this and this in football. I want to be, um, you know, playing this much, you know, in football, all, all type of stuff. So yeah, we're going to talk about that. Um, the summer's coming up. Sundress season's coming up, fellas. Uh, we got a lot of... Um, in Chicago especially, we got a lot of changes going on, y'all. A lot of changes. Uh, it's getting real hot, you know, in the streets right now. Got a lot of um, a lot of violence. Today, I saw a video that pretty much disgusted me, man. Um, these guys drove up on, on these two guys and the, and the woman holding a baby and just opened fire, man. They didn't even, they didn't even care. I mean, I... I do understand, you know, in the streets, you know, it is what it is, but I feel like if you if you just as heartless to shoot to shoot in the same area as a woman and a child, man, it's like Bro, that's 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 like almost like animal characteristics right there. Like literal jungle wilderness type uh behavior. So yeah, y'all I just want I just want everybody to be safe, man. You know, if you if you don't want to end up in the at the wrong place, wrong time, try to avoid all these big these big uh, hyped up events. You know, I mean, it's at this point in Chicago, uh, you gotta ask: is it is it worth it? You know, is the fun worth it? Is you know if and if it is, you know, hey, I'm not knocking you. I like fun too, but I will assure you, I will be picking my spots safely and correctly this summer, man. I, I already see it. I already see. The turn it's gonna take. So we're gonna get back to this soup. Like I said, today I'm gonna be talking about race relations. I'm gonna be talking about life after football. And I'm gonna be talking about self-motivation. So um we're gonna get back into it. Uh tune in. <clears throat> 
Gotta clear my throat for this one right here, y'all. Let's get right into race relations. And I know this is going to be um, a touchy subject. I know this is going to be a touchy topic. And I'm always open for anybody's reactions, anybody's responses, anybody's anything got to say. My Instagram is the Shogun T H E underscore S H O six U N. Hit me up. Always open for discussion. Race relations, y'all. Me being a African American man, I understand my threat to society without me even ever speaking a word without me making an action. As soon as I was born as a black man in America, I automatically had weapons formed against me. I've automatically had a system that is made, you know, to go against my demographic and I also have a um, a prejudice towards me that is unlike any other prejudice towards any other male in a specific race with that being said that does not give me a right to be um, that doesn't give me a right to be discriminated discriminative myself what do I mean by that for some odd reason black people I'm talking to talking to us we feel as though because we are discriminated against and um, you know it's prejudice that we don't do the same thing for example there are black people who make other black people feel bad about themselves for having white friends, having white associates. What does that make you? I'll elaborate even more. I'll give a personal account. I have I have many many Caucasian friends. Matter of fact, I got a, I got friends of all races. I don't I can honestly say I do not see color. I'm a very comical guy. I enjoy satire. So I can I can joke with the best of them. I feel that there is no joke when it comes to this this race stuff. No matter no matter how you no matter what race you are, no matter how you feel about another race. This stuff is no this stuff is no joking matter no matter no matter what. So right now that right now I'm having a serious I'm having a serious conversation with my entire audience for real. One of my best one of my best friends is is a, is a Caucasian. And a lot of people probably wouldn't understand well in this day and age with all this um pro black craziness that's going on the reason I say craziness is because it's like that's the that's the only thing that's the only thing that 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 people are starting to just know now but yet I only see all of this pro-black stuff on social media you know what I'm saying like I said I won't I won't be crazy over all that stuff until I start seeing these same pro-black people Stop buying Gucci. Stop buying Fendi. Stop trying to buy Chanel. Stop trying to buy Hilfiger. Stop trying to, um, you know, you don't gotta buy that designer stuff. It's certain. It's certain. You know what I'm saying? It's other entities that's ran by you know the higher, the higher class. You know the the people we can never get to. You know what I'm saying? Like you know the WalMarts, the Walgreens. Uh, you know, there's certain things we can't control, but you can control you going out and buying a five five hundred dollar headband. 
You could control yourself going out and buying some $1,000 shoes that you're wearing to show how much more of, you know, how much more of status you got over another black person. You know what I'm saying? That's the only reason y'all doing it. I've never been the type to know follow trends, so I honestly just can't get into all this. I, I can't get into this whole, um, you know, it's either black or nothing. I can't get in. I I can't get in, and I'm and I'm gonna tell y'all why. I've seen, I've seen these same people, you know, you know I'm a um. I'm a fan of, you know, all of you know, the fraternities, the Greek fraternities, Greek sororities. Uh, I, I like I like that stuff. It's, it's real cool to me. I'm not a part of one at all. I got a lot of friends who are. But what do you think it's called when you have people who aren't in a fraternity in a free party, free kickback, whatever you want to call it? Um, and you tell everybody who's not in a Greek uh, establishment or organization to leave. What do you think that's called? Nobody paid. Nobody um, paid to get in. You know what I'm saying? Even if they did pay to get in, nowhere, nowhere does it say as you. If that was the case, you shouldn't let them in. But you know. Start feeling your stuff. You start feeling prideful. That's the that's the next word I'm gonna get on pride. Start feeling prideful about about yourself. So you just say, man, you know what? I don't want any. I don't want any any uh, GDIs. That's what they call them. I don't want any GDIs here. Get out. I've seen that happen before. So what y'all call it? Because if it was an event going on with white and black people, and they just decided to make all the black people get out, y'all would cause an uproar. But you do it to your own people, and, and it's just called what? That's just, that's just what it's supposed to happen? Because you're part of some club, and they not? Y'all tell me. Y'all tell me if I'm tweaking. And you can call me what you want. I'm just, I'm just saying, my, I'm just taking my part on it, my piece. Because honestly, I, like I said, I, I believe in humanity. I don't, I don't do black, white red orange I don't do that everybody's sick everybody's sick black people do sick shit white people do sick shit Mexican people do sick shit and there's some white people who do great things for everyone there's some black people who do great things for everyone there's Mexicans who do great things for everyone there's Asians who do great things for everyone it's you know because at the end of the day, if if it was never any type of social construct made, we wouldn't even know. We would just be, yeah, that human is messed up right there. He might be a little darker than me, you know. He just he just a human. But we 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 added labels to everything. Again, there's other theories to that too. But for the most part, it's all a label and of course, you know I'm not I'm not an, I'm not an idiot. Like I said, I'm not blind to blatant blatant injustice because of our skin color. I've already um, spoken on that earlier in the earlier um, podcast. Blatant injustice to to black people that are that is mostly caused from white people, and it's, it's blatant. Everybody knows that though. That's not what I'm talking about. If we wanna if we wanna get better with anything that we do, we need to get serious about the things we, we talk about. Don't just be on don't just be on Twitter trying to trying to make black people feel bad, you know what I'm saying? The ones who not really, you know, woke, you know, the what the the woke the woke people who think everything is who think every single thing in the world has to do with racism, you know. I just want y'all to start doing something. I want y'all to start doing something. That's all I'm saying. Then I'll believe it. <laughs> I'm not finna go to war for nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not about to lose all of my 
all my friends and you know possible network opportunities for nothing because y'all because y'all just want to be mad only on social media and then go home and spend seven hundred dollars on the, and put in these people's pockets and then you tomorrow you're gonna go to work for them I'm not about to do that Right now, I currently work at a fully black-owned bar. Started my own podcast in which I'm the brand, African-American male. Got my degree myself. I did all the work. I put all the work in. And it'll be someone who sitting at home On their couch with their phone in their hand, working at a at a corporate restaurant or something, work, working somewhere, getting minimum wage, but got the nerve, the audacity to be trying to condemn other black people for, you know, messing uh um messing with the whites. Uh, you know, having white friends or dating outside their race. That's that's what I'm about to talk about next. If you a black person who makes somebody feel bad for dating outside their race, yet you deal with the same toxic person your whole life, just because, um, what you comfortable with them or they black, or whatever you, you're more sick than them. Like I said, humanity get, humanity ain't got a color. Love love ain't got a color. Just because they're happy and just it just so happened to not be with some person of the same race, okay. But no, y'all feel y'all feel it ain't right because it ain't a black woman or it ain't a black man. Alright. Cool, that's how y'all feel. Y'all can have that opinion to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Don't nobody want to hear that. I'm going to tell you right now. Don't nobody want to hear that. Especially with y'all in a relationship with a different person every month, every week ass. Don't nobody want to hear that from y'all. I swear to God I don't. I don't see a problem with mixing races at all. Me personally. What I will say is, it'll be highly, highly difficult for a true black man. When I say true, I mean not like like one who isn't, you know, um, having an identity crisis, you know, trying to trying to kiss up to another race. A true black man to be in a honest relationship that turns into marriage with a Caucasian woman. And it's different with a black woman and a white man, but it's not the same. Like, it's, it's, it's not the same when, when it's a, um, a black man and a white woman. I'm going to say it like this. What I said earlier in the podcast, when we're born, we're an immediate threat. That's how it is. That's how it, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just spilling out the truth right now. That's what we're seeing as. So, that woman's family, even if, you know, even if they got the most genuine feelings towards wanting their relationship to work, in the back of their mind, you know, the there's always an underlying aura of this is a black man, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause our race got so much history with each other that's that's ugly. The black man may never be fully accepted by everybody in the in the family, you know, especially by other white white men. That's just the truth. Now let's get to the black mothers in this situation. Oh man, brother, you're gonna have a hard time. You're gonna have a hard time, bro. It's gonna be difficult. But like I said, if you 
if you a black man, I'm out, this is what I'm saying right now. If you a black man and you like a girl outside of your race, don't let anybody make you feel ashamed for it. Because you doing what's best for you. You doing you being loyal to yourself. You not just you not just settling for anything or forcing yourself to be with somebody just because they're the same race as you. That's stupid. Point blank period. That's stupid. Me personally, I've dated black women all my life. I've had one instance where I've dated um someone that was mixed race, white and black. Y'all would have thought I was dating Dolly Parton or something the way these people was acting. What race is she? Dream done got him a white girl. She's literally just as black as all us. I caught so much heat. And the honest truth, if you want me to be honest with y'all, was people was jealous. It was pure jealousy. No male said anything. No male had anything to say about race or nothing. It was all females. All females. They didn't know who she was as a person. They didn't know her mentality. They didn't know anything about her but how she looked on the outside. And immediately... And she she was literally half black, half white. Man, I, I might as I might as well just went all the way in, huh? But that's what I'm saying. We worry about everything, and we worry about everything except what we what we what we really should be worrying about, and that's us. We want to worry about everything else. I see whole somebody set up and made an entire. Facebook post with like 70 plus pictures of black men who got white wives. Why? Why? Why is that? Is it really that bad for somebody black to like to like white people? Is it really that bad for somebody black to like Mexican Mexican people like I don't I just don't I just don't get it like what is the big issue Because me personally my goal my goal in life is to unify everyone That's the only way that's the only way the world's going to get better that's the only way life is going to really work My problem with some of y'all is a lot of y'all hate racism not because A lot of y'all hate racism not because of the fact that things unjustly happen to you. A lot of y'all hate racism because you want to be the one doing the unjust things to other people. A lot of y'all don't like racism because y'all not the ones in y'all not the ones in in, in power in, in control because y'all be doing the same thing because y'all aren't good people to begin with. You show it in your own neighborhoods. You show it in your own home. You show it in your own families. I judge people based on the person that they are. I don't white, black, red, purple. Barney, Big Bird, them, yellow, purple, them some good people, man. Barney took care of them kids, man. Big Bird, Big Bird is on Sesame Street every day posting. Can't tell me nothing about Big Bird. Some of my black people on the streets shooting black women with kids in their hand. Some of my black people out here um killing children in the home so what y'all mean everybody everybody messed up race shouldn't you know what i'm saying like i just my my whole point of this 
conversation is to is to just get get through to people that you know race race is race is starting to become like a a overrated thing man like I've never I've never like you know I know all the history I, I swear to God I do y'all like I said call me whatever y'all want but after I done went through all these psychology classes and um you know, did all these studies, everything. All our brains were, everybody brain pink. Like off pink. Kind of like, you know, light pink. Light pink to pink. All our brains the same color. Everybody heart the same color. But literally, our exterior organ, the skin, Causes so much, just causes a debacle for no reason. And most of it is caused by the hate that was implanted in us by evil white people. That's the truth. Yes, that's the truth. But what I'm finna tell you is that doesn't give anyone an excuse to be a bad person themselves. Nobody, like, Y'all really got to start thinking about that stuff, man. Judge people by who they are as a person. If everybody stops seeing color, then, you know, my dream, you know, that's, that's my dream. Everybody just stops seeing that. And that good people can conquer the bad people in the world. That's all I want. Cause it's only good and bad. It's not black, white, red. It's 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 good and bad. It's just the bad outweighs the good. And predominantly the bad has been, you know, white people, Caucasians. That doesn't give anyone, that doesn't give anyone a right to want to, you know, discriminate as well. Because you, at that point, you're becoming exactly what they are. Every every black person ain't good. Ain't no, ain't just no saint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, those are people. All I'm saying is I want to I want to see it. We need to take care we need to we need to take better care of ourselves. We need to take better care of our people. If we really if we really, you know, if we really as pro black as we as we say we are. We got to stop having pride. Pride Pride is what puts you in front of we all the time. You in front of us. That's what pride does. I don't like pride. Pride is pride is the most selfish trait you could have. Cause it does it never it never takes it never takes into account anything that could be a consequence to someone else. It's always you, you, you. That's what pride is. And pride gets you in the same place every time. Because if you truly cared about your race, You'll be trying to network with other races. You'll be trying to understand the next race. You'll be trying to educate the next race on how the things that they do affect affect you. But no, we want to be at war forever. We want to move to Africa. Y'all need to do your research about that stuff too. That's everybody. That's everybody resolution. That's everybody plan. All right, go ahead up there. 
go ahead. If your whole plan is to not ever coexist with other races, your ass might as well go to go to the moon or something. Go to Pluto. Because that's all it that's running away. And we don't gotta go to war. We don't gotta go to go 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 through a real, you know, actual war. But we do gotta fight. We gotta fight. Fighting, fighting is 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 educating. Knowledge, knowledge is power. Most white people, real life, do not know how the things they do hurt us. They don't. I promise you they don't. They are born and groomed with such a narrow view of life because, you know, it's a lot of things that they will never experience that we experience. We got to be prepared for everything on the go as soon as we born. You know what I'm saying? Because life ain't tailored for us to, you know, succeed. In the same avenues that they can that they can succeed. That's why I don't even understand why someone would not want to at least you know what I'm saying. Pick their brain, you know. If, even if you don't like them, try to learn something from them. Try to get them to understand, you know, the evil people in y'all race, like. They got some. They got no. Matter of fact, not some. They got a lot to do with the, with the reasons that my people are in poverty. On a way higher scale than yours are. But don't ever just try not to like. Don't purposely go out of your way to not. Want to you know. Interact with other races. I just don't. I don't get that. And anybody that's promoting that, that's stupidity. That's not. That ain't no intellectual shit. That ain't no. Yeah, I'm. I'm really black. Yeah, you could be proud. I'm. I'm proud to be black. I love being black. But I know my purpose on earth is is beyond skin color. It's beyond ethnicity. It's beyond a bubble on a on an exam test that you take to identify yourself. My goal is to betterment is the betterment of humanity. That's my goal. Whenever we come together, whenever we want to educate each other on the things that, because we all got something, Mexicans, Caucasians, black people, Asians, we all got something that the other race missing, whether y'all want to admit that or not. Whether y'all, whether y'all want to admit that or not, we better together than we are separate. We all got something that the other race missing. And all I'm saying is, I would much rather see us together and putting putting our best foot forward as a whole nation than continuing to stay separate. I know that's easier said than done, but I just feel like in order for that to start, every race, and, and the only reason, only reason I'm targeting this towards black people is because I am black. You know, I don't. I don't have no say so in no other race because I don't I don't know what they go through. I don't know their culture, you know, that's not. But my black people, all I'm doing is challenging y'all and saying we need to start getting out more and stop having so much predetermined hate towards the first white person you see. Stop having so much predetermined hate for the first Mexican you see. Stop having so much but you know, not even imagine Latino period, Latino period. Stop that. Like that's that's lame, bro. Like that's not cool. That's ignorant. Like that's they're ignorant 
and now you're accepting their ignorance and you're just going to meet it with, with more ignorance. Like, what, what sense does that make? That's all I'm saying, y'all. If you don't get anything else out of anything I've said for these past 30 or however, however many minutes this is, understand that purposely being ignorant is probably the dumbest shit in the world. And that's what we do. So, like I said, you got anything to say? You got any response? My Instagram is the Shogun T H E underscore S O S H O. My bad. Six U N. All right. Go get on to this next segment after this break. Told you guys the soup was gonna be hot today. Um, hopefully I lived up. That's what I said. Like I said, you know, I would I would love to interact. If you got anything to say, please, please, first off, share this podcast if you will. Anybody's listening, subscribe if you like it. Um, if you don't like, you know, let me know what you don't like about it. I I, I, I like that. Any type of interaction, I, I promise y'all. I'm not I'm not soft at all. Anything you disagree with, I'm always here. I'm, I love debating because if you disagree and it's something that I said, I I agree with it. So if you disagree, that means we need to have a discussion. So let's go ahead and have a discussion, man. And I also, like I said, I I want to incorporate a Q and A segment into my show. So if you guys got any questions, anything when we say on the show, anything, literally, please tell me. I I would love for this to be. An interactive podcast. That's what I like. I, I like dialogue more than I like monologue. Literally. So, I don't want this to just be me talking. Y'all just digesting everything I'm saying all day. I would love for this to be, you know, I, I would love to have guests soon. I'm trying to figure out, you know, how to get guests on here. Um, want to do... Call-ins, all that, man. I got a lot of got a lot of stuff that I want to, you know, incorporate into this. But I need, I need more fan feedback. I need more fans. I need more people listening. Period. You know what I'm saying? So, if you're listening and you enjoy this, help me out, please. But we about to get into accountability and self motivation real quick, guys. Accountability, being accountable. Owning up to your mistake the same way as you will own up to your success. We do something good, we want everybody to know. Everybody to know. Matter of fact, we want everybody to know that we want everybody to know we do something good. That's just human nature. We we do something bad, we don't even want ourselves to know. We'll lie to ourselves. We'll come up with excuses. We don't even want ourselves to know that we did something bad. We don't want ourselves to believe we did something bad. Now, what's up with that? Why it can't be the same both ways? Personally, the best way I deal with that is to stay level with anything. I'm doing good in something? No. I can feel good about it. You know what I'm saying? I can feel good, but I ain't got to boast it. I don't got to gloat, you know, because I would just hope that you gloat the same way when things don't go your way. You know what I'm saying? You can't. But that's the risk that comes with, you know, trying to be a peacock. I want to show you tail, but... You know when when the feathers start falling off, you don't you don't want to you don't want to show your tail the same way. You don't want to walk around, you know, showing all your colors no more. Now you now you want to now you want to get quiet. No 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 no. 
Be accountable. Own up the same way. I used to love making excuses. That was my favorite thing in the world. Me and the person who, who invented the excuses might as well have been best friends. I stopped making those though. Because when you make excuses, you don't you don't go anywhere in life. Everything becomes everybody's fault but yours. While you sitting up living your complacent life, everybody elevating. Why? Because you never put any pressure on yourself. You waiting for some you waiting for someone on the outside to put pressure on you. That's not how it works. You gotta always have pressure on yourself. Always. That's how tie, that's that's how accountability ties into self-motivation. You need self-motivation. Cause if you're not pushing yourself, then you're gonna always feel like you're gonna always feel like, you know what I'm saying, that you made it. Because there's some people who is who who are okay with anything. There's some people who accept anything. There's some people who praise and congratulate anything you do just because they like you. And if you base your success off them, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna ever go nowhere. Like I said, man, one day, one day in um, during football camp, uh, you know, we was having a meeting, and everybody was going around explaining why they play football. You know, what's your why? What's the reason you play? You know, everybody's saying, you know, my family, my mom, my family, my mom, my family, my mom, and it's my turn. I don't play football for my family and my mom. They don't care about that. They don't care. My family and my... First off, my family is mostly is is most is mostly women. They don't care if I was playing football. They don't care if I was playing golf. They don't care if I was a boxer. They want to know how school going. When, when my mama called me in college... She could care less about how football practice was. She could care less about how fall camp was going. She could care less on how... My mama probably don't even know that I had four different coaching staff in four years. She don't care about that. When she was calling me, she would ask me how the grades were looking. If my rent was paid. How was my health? You know, how, how, how am I doing? That's what she was asking me. If I would have based my football progress on how happy I made my mother, I would never, ever, ever, ever touch the field, ever. She didn't care about that. I had enough self-motivation in myself, intrinsically, when it came to sports. She could care less. She just wanted to make sure I got that paper. At the end of my college career And I walked across the stage That's all she cared about When it comes to certain things Matter of fact All things like You gotta have self-motivation You have to You can't do things For other people's approval Ever You gotta be accountable For yourself You gotta have You gotta be You gotta be motivated By By your actions The greatest football saying ever. Effort is between you and you. What you put in is literally between yourself and yourself. It's, it's, you, you ain't got to explain to nobody else. Nobody even care about explanation when it comes to effort towards something. That's between you and you. Only you can control that. I just want everybody to be self-motivated. Um, I want everybody to start being more accountable, you know, because excuses, 
excuses, you know, it. everybody know the saying about excuses. Everybody got them. They all stink. Nobody want to hear an excuse. Did it get done? No, it didn't get done. All right, what you going to do? What you going to do now? Got to be a competitor in life. A lot of people lack competitiveness. Like that's that's the main thing. Everybody want to a lot of people want to follow. Nobody really want to take the road less traveled. You know, everybody want to follow in the, in the path somebody else made them. And that's fine. But you got to realize your life not there. So while they going up, you know, once somebody, once somebody drive far enough, they get tired of driving, they start flying. So you're going to keep following that track, driving. And you're going to wonder where that track, where that track went. It ain't, it ain't there no more. They done elevated. They gone now. So what you gonna do? You gonna keep trying to follow? You gonna try to make your own way? It's between you and you. We gonna be back on the Shogun Soup. What's up, y'all? Quick segment. Um, I was asked to do this by a few of my colleagues. Uh, Life after football. What's my motivation after football? After playing it since I was pretty much 10 years old. So that's 13 years. My last game was in November. Um, Basically took the whole December. Let my body recover from 13 years of football. And actually, if you ask me, college football doubles doubles a year. It had, it had at least 10 extra. You play football every day. Full contact pad-to-pad football every day, basically, in college football. Or you're doing something that pertains to it. But, like I was saying, took December off and on New Year's I decided to you know start my fitness journey. And basically, my motivation after football, after sports, after being a student athlete, you know, I'm finished with school, is how can I get better at life? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like like I said, my my goal is to be the best me. You know, a lot of my friends, you know, I always talk about, you know, I Mr. Perfect. You know, that's 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 the attitude I got. And that's because that's what I strive to be at all times. I try to I, I try to be accomplished. I want to be decorated. I want to be, you know, I want to have many titles. I want to, I don't want to just be you know, Dream Fleming. You know, now Dream Fleming, uh, EIU graduate, former student athlete, former D one football player, former. Um, Former graduated student athlete, you know what I'm saying? Graduating is the biggest is the is probably is probably the biggest uh, title that I have right now. The fact the fact that I actually did it and got my degree, like I said, you know my my family is very very proud of me for that. So then it becomes now it's real life. Now I got to pay bills. Uh, now I gotta live, you know what I'm saying? I gotta live kind of for myself now. It's not like I'm living to accomplish something that's gonna make everybody happy. Now I gotta accomplish things in my own life. And this is kind of the part of life where you gotta stop listening to people. You listen to people all your life. Elementary school, high school, college, you listen to people. This how you do this. This how you do that, and it worked. It worked. You know, if you listen to the right people, it worked. Now the blueprint is all is it's all over. Now it's like, man, I gotta find my way now. And the the plans that you previously had might not be working out. 
the the steps that you that you have wrote out, you was gonna do this, 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 this. Now it's a bump in the road. You gotta make a left when you thought you was gonna be making the right. You know what I'm saying? So my motivation in life after football is how can I be at the top of the things I'm trying to do by the age of 26. So I put myself on on a three-year plan. I'm 23. I put myself on a three-year plan. I want to be here by this year, here by that year. So at 26, four years before I'm the age of 30, I'm just adding. I'm just adding on to to my to my throne, you know what I'm saying? I want to be on top by 26. That give me three years. It it only take a year to change your life around, y'all. It takes a year. Your life can change in one year. So three of them gives you ample time to change your life. So that's what I'm on, you know. And you know, once once football end, you go through that. Well, like me, honestly, I knew I knew the NFL wasn't in my future. That wasn't that wasn't for me. That that just wasn't that just wasn't a part of my future. Going to the NFL. A lot goes into that. Um political reasons, uh, you know you need you need a necessary amount of hype already going into that before you can even start thinking about the NFL, you know. It wasn't I knew I knew for a fact um Going to the NFL or playing any type of next level football wasn't in my path. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just happy that I'm that I even got to finish playing college football. You know what I'm saying? I had uh, in my football career, I've had three concussions, one severe, two mild, torn my quad, broken my finger. Um, my rotator cuffs is pretty much ripped to shreds. Uh, terrible wrists. Um, more high ankle sprains than I can count. That's worse than breaking your ankle. Um, a piece of my calcaneus is actually just floating around on my foot. Small piece chipped off. Uh I had knee tendonitis at the age of twelve, so you know, like man, and it's it's all part of the game, you know. And that's that's what that's what make you love it even more. The pain that it brings, and overcoming that pain and getting back out there and, and playing It's just the competitiveness, you know. And football will always be a part of me because it's life. I still come to. Situations in life, and I'm be like, yeah, I practiced for this. I was prepared for this months ago, years ago, in a situation in football. You know what I'm saying? There really isn't life after football. You know, after football becomes your life. It's it's life. It's just preparing you for life. You know, football ain't everything. It's just a game. It's a representation. But once you're in real life. You more prepared than most most other people, and I see that in the workplace all the time. Like, man, I'm way more prepared to do this job than this person simply because I done been under more pressure, under more discipline. I done, you know what I'm saying? Like, you start to see that. So, if anybody worried about life after football, man, if anybody worried about, um, you know how they going, like, you know what they gonna do, how I'm gonna fit in society, how I'm gonna trust me, y'all. If you played college football and stuck with it and survived, exceeded, you are so ready for this life stuff, man. I'm telling you, I, I promise you, you're going to see. However you treat it, however you treat football, college football, if you, if, you didn't, if you didn't slack, if you didn't do the bare minimum, you know what I'm saying, try to get by, one of those guys who was missing meetings to nap or, you know what I'm saying, if you if you was one of those guys who got to the meetings early so that you could so that you wouldn't be on time, you wanted to be early, one of those guys never missed a meeting, never missed a practice, never missed um 
treatments, you know what I'm saying? If you was hurt, you was in the treatment room, you know, however you how you do anything is how you do everything. Another thing I learned from a coach, very knowledgeable coach, very wise coach in football. If you did all that stuff, you know what I'm saying? That means you got good character, you got good integrity. Life is going to always treat you good. Because you give good energy into the universe. You are you you are part of the good the, the good things happening in the world. So just keep that up, man. Um don't focus. Look, a lot of, I done seen a lot of guys waste a lot of time, money, energy. Don't waste time, y'all. I've seen a lot of people waste a lot of time trying to get to the next level after. The NFL is not that serious, y'all. You'll know if you're going. Trust me. You'll know. Don't want the NFL more than it wants you. That's all I'm going to say. You're going to end up wasting a lot of time and money, man. But if it's your dream, you know what I'm saying? Everybody chase your dream, but be smart. Chase the bag. Not the dream. Dreams only last so long. Sometimes dreams don't come true. It's just something that was happening when you were asleep. So, um, that's my take on that. Uh, that's all I wanted to discuss uh, in that segment. Like I said, any responses, any feedback, T-H-E underscore S-H-O-6-U-N, the Shogun. Hit me up on Instagram. Like and subscribe to this podcast. Share it with others. Um, we'll continue over Shogun Soup. All right, y'all. Welcome back. Pretty much... Um, Getting to the bottom, bottom of the bowl today in Shogun Soup. And uh, I want to thank everybody who's listening, as I always do. I want to give a special shout-out to all the football players out there heading into uh, summer training. You know, everybody got a good break. You know, high school about to start their summer training. Uh, you know, college, everybody getting back. Getting back for those summer lifts, man. Uh, then after that is fall camp. Ah. That's one thing I I promise to God I'm not going to miss about college football, man. I'm going to miss the camaraderie. I'm going to miss the free meals on travel days. I'm going to miss getting gear, you know what I'm saying? But I am not going to miss fall camp. Not going to miss fall camp, y'all. I promise you. For, For the ladies out there, you got a boyfriend who... Is a is a football player in college, man. All levels, all levels have fall count. Trust me, he love you. He just can't text back. He can't. Fall camp is seven to eleven. That's if you don't got a coach who wanna teach you a lesson. Cause I know I did. We weren't getting in until twelve. Have to be up at seven. It's an all day thing. Seven to eight breakfast. Must attend. Must sign in. Eight to ten team meeting. Ten to twelve, or you know, ten to eleven thirty position meeting. Go get dressed. Practice at twelve. Practice at one. Practice go from one to four. Dinner will be from five to six. After dinner, come back to the meeting, watch the practice that you just you just went through. You know, two days is worse, but this is how it is now. Watch the practice that you just um played in. Uh do you got dinner? Oh yeah, my bad. I said dinner early. I meant lunch. Lunch was um the meal earlier after breakfast. Then you have dinner from like, uh, you know, seven to nine, eight to nine, boom. Then you have another meeting talking about the practice the next day, over and over again for two weeks straight, and it feels like three months, man. Telling y'all, it's it's rough. College football is rough, and only the strong survive. I promise you. So, ladies, give them a break. 
just, I don't know, man, start reading or something. Just uh, don't, don't make any hasty decisions. Trust me. He got a lot going on, man. But, um, yeah, I want to get into this fitness tip before we go. A lot of people are um, under the impression that if you don't eat, if you just don't eat and just starve yourself, you know, that's a good, um, that's a good fitness strategy. It's actually not. But what's a better fitness strategy than eating, you know, just control, control the way you eat and eat at certain parts of the day. For example, when you first wake up, your metabolism needs something to get you going. So, you know, Eat a light breakfast if you want. This this is for this for anybody trying to you know cut weight, but want to do it you know more healthily and more sane you know because instead of just starving yourself, when you starve yourself, your body starts to eat away at more than just fat. You know what I'm saying? It starts to eat away at your reserve, you know, vitamins, your reserve uh, energy, because as I've said before, you know, visceral fat that just that just sits there. You know, it's it's just stored energy. But your body can't just take that in. It needs to be burned. You know what I'm saying? It needs to be used. So you can't you can't be, you know what I'm saying, overweight, you know, out of your frame and think, oh yeah, I'm finna just stop eating and I'm gonna lose weight. No, it's not true. You gotta get active. You gotta eat at the right times of the day. So like I was saying, breakfast is what gets it going. Then in the middle of the day, is when it's running the highest. So I would say around, you know, about one to three. That's what you want to try to get a, a nice meal in, you know, um, where it'll burn. But, you know, it'll still fill you up. Like I said, I'll, I'll cut back on pork. I'll cut back on beef. I'll cut back on fried food. So I'll try to eat the mo- most lean meat as possible, and, that, and that's chicken. You know, chicken breast, chicken, chicken that don't that don't have bone. You, it's not fried. Don't got no skin. You know what I'm saying? I definitely don't get me wrong. I definitely go outside my comfort zone. You know, and I and I allow myself to cheat and eat you know fried chicken or um, a pizza. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, during the week, I try to stay on my track. You know, and, and eat right. So in the middle of the day. I'll eat something that's that's filling, but it's not something that I know I shouldn't be eating. Then when you get to the late night, you don't want to eat after seven. That's the trick, y'all. And it's tough because it's always that craving you get at 10 or 11 o'clock. Like I said in, in my last um, episodes, you got to just fight it, man. Got to fight it, drink some water. This is if you really, really, really want to want to meet your goal fitness-wise. Try not to eat after 7. You got to try not to. Eat your last meal between that 5 and 6 range. Try not to eat after 7, y'all. That's the best way. If you're going to eat something after 7, you know, it could be a little snack or something, you know what I'm saying? Don't be eating after 7. Ladies, the ice cream at night is not how you're going to do it. That's actually the worst thing you can do. <laughs> That's a strategy I was using to gain weight when I needed to gain weight. It's not good. It's just going to stick. Your metabolism is slowing. It's, it's completely almost slowed completely down at that time of night. Can't be doing it. But yeah, y'all, like I said, breakfast, when you first wake up, get it started. Get active. Get something in you after you're active. You know, around one to three. That's when it's burning the most. And then try not to eat nothing else after seven. Um, you should be good. Like I said, I always post fitness tips and workouts on my Instagram. So follow my Instagram, y'all. The Shogun T H E underscore S H O six U N. Subscribe to this podcast. Share this podcast. Um, I appreciate all feedback I receive. Um, I want to make this the best podcast possible for y'all. I want to have the most relatable content possible. I want to be 
at the top of this whole podcast thing. I want to get better. I want to get better every time. Every time I do an episode, I want to just elevate. So I just and I need y'all to help me do that. So I need all feedback, any criticism. Don't hold back, please. Trust me, I can take it. And um, I'll see y'all on the next episode. I appreciate everybody who's listening. Thank you.